Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning in to the Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Oway, and I am joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. Okay, so today's topic is, I have poor communication. Before we get into the topic again, thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. We thank you for your support. Please like, share, and subscribe. We hope this information is helpful to you. This is not the therapy session, just a dialogue between two therapists to hopefully give you a different thought process and to help you on your path. So to the topic for today, Dr. Moon, I have poor communication. What does that even mean? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, when we talk about effective communication, it's about more than just exchanging information. So it's about understanding the emotion and intentions behind the information. So, I mean, also, as well as being able to clearly convey a message, you need to also listen in a way that gains the full meaning of what's being said. And it makes the other person feel heard and understood. So, I mean, whether you're trying to improve communication with your spouse, your kids, your boss, your coworkers, or even just learning how to effectively communicate, you know, that can deepen your connections to others. I mean, it could build a greater trust and respect for someone. It could pr- improve teamwork, problem solve, and improve your overall just social and emotional health. So what you're saying is there's benefits to having good communication oh, or effective communication. Absolutely. So that means if I have poor communication, it can be uh, having a negative impact on my life. Because absolutely. that means I'm not effectively communicating how I feel or my thoughts to people. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yes. So yes. let's think when we say we have poor communication, I mean, I think of when I think of people who have poor communication, I think of people who maybe they always yell when they, when they speak, they're always yelling or maybe people who use humor in everything, even when it's a serious matter, they're always joking. They don't know how to take something serious. It's all everything's like a joke. People who don't poor communicate, who just don't communicate, like, I have nothing to say. Like, mm-hmm. I just pulled out my whole heart. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say. I don't know how to express myself. That's another form of poor communication. Too sarcastic. Right? Everything is, uh, is, is sarcastic. Complaining all the time is maybe another form of poor communication. Everything is a complaint versus not. Everything is, a, I guess, pessimistic. If you have a pessimistic tone, those are, poor, uh, I guess, when I think of people that have poor communication. And I would assume when you have poor communication, why is it a problem? Why does it relate to healing? Because I'm going to assume your relationships have to be not that great. They have to be very one-sided. If you have poor communication, it has to be a one-sided relationship, Dr. Moore, I'm assuming. Because that means you're not effectively expressing how you feel. So that other person, your partner, or your team member on your team, or your family member, they can't be getting anything from you. Would that be fair to say? Uh, Yeah, it's fair to say. Why can't I live my life that way? Why can't I just live my life with poor communication? What is the big deal? So you're, 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 I mean, you'll probably lose relationships. Because just because you're a poor communicator doesn't mean someone else is. So if they can't communicate with you, you know, you'll, a lot of opportunities will pass up relationships. If you can't communicate effectively at work, then you probably won't get, you know, the promotions yeah, you feel like, you, exactly. you know, you can. You won't be able to work in teams. People won't want to work with you. You know, it's, 
goes without saying in relationships. If you can't communicate with your partner, how long is your partner going to stay there while your communication sucks? That's so true. that's true. That's true. So I mean, simple things like you know, if you're always making things about you, um, and, you know, every, every time you communicate, it's you, you know, instead of I statements. Letting your emotions dictate your response. So if someone says something that you don't like and you automatically go to wanting to say things that hurt them instead of really getting to the root of what the issue is, you know, how long do you think someone's going to stay there for that? You know, assuming that you know the message before the person finishes. That's true. So you, so while they're listening, while they're talking to you, you're thinking of a response and, you know, not even going on to the next thing before they could even finish. You're not listening. So that's part of communication too, is listening. Listen. You don't want to listen to what they have to say and just want to get out what you want to say. Like, I don't know how long you think that someone is going to deal with that. So I think that is all true. That can't be good to be with somebody. That can't feel good. I think you don't get the respect from a person when you don't communicate effectively. When you're not a good communicator, let's look at it in work. Think of a manager who doesn't communicate well, who's always smart in their comments, or very, a boss who's just very and not sensitive at all to their team's needs, and they don't know how to just effectively say, hey, this is what we need to do for our team, and they don't mm-hmm. know how to pr- appropriately approach you. Do you respect that person? Probably not. No. Do you want to listen to what they're saying? No. You don't want to hear about anything about what the team needs because you don't even want to hear that person open their mouth. Right? So it could be an email form too. The way the emails come across might be a problem. So you want to effectively communicate because, like you said, it is affecting someone else's life as well. If you are a poor manager and you don't properly communicate, that means your team is not getting what they need and the direction they need. That means your team's performance is going down. That affects your team too because if it's poor performance, somebody's getting laid off. Somebody's getting let yes. go. So your overall, your communication can trickle into other areas. It doesn't just affect you. The problem also, I think, with poor communication is it's sometimes hard for people to recognize it, that they are a poor communicator because sometimes they don't want to receive it. If I tell you you have poor communication, Dr. Mo, how many people can receive that? How many people yeah. can receive that information? Yeah, you are a poor communicator. <laughs> Not too many. <laughs> Not too many. So I think, you know, it's, it's hard to hear yes. criticism. That's yeah. one. But let's say I even want to accept it. Okay, maybe I am a poor communicator. What do you want me to do about it? What else should I do to not be this poor communicator? So you want me to change my whole personality now? Is that what you're saying? Right. How, how, how do I fix it? It's like, okay, you want me to communicate in a better way. But here's the question that a person could say, Dr. Moon. Am I a poor communicator? Is that just how you think I am? Good question. I mean, it just, it, it, it depends. But, well, so my thing is, and that's that, that then should start the dialogue. Okay. You know, if you, if the person who is being told that they are a poor communicator, I'm hoping that you want to be better, whether, you know, you want to remain in this relationship, you want it to work, or you want to be a good supervisor. So then that's when you ask the question. So tell me how, you okay. know, what am I not doing? How can I communicate better? Fair enough. And then the person who's saying you're a poor communicator, I'm hoping that you're going to be able to communicate, <laughs> you know, how a exactly. poor communicator. Yeah. I think the worst thing is when you give somebody a criticism, but you can't back it up because yes. even if that person wanted to grow yeah. and because, okay, can you give me an example of how I was, how I poorly communicated that? And they can't mm. say, well, I don't really know. I'm just telling you, you are. 
well, that doesn't help anybody, you know, because like, yeah. well, what, what did I say that was for? Exactly. You know, how did, was it my tone? Mm-hmm. Was it that I, I said too much? Mm-hmm. Was I said too little? Did I joke too much? Did I, was like, I too, too direct? direct? You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those. So yes, it is true. You have to be able to, if you're going to accuse someone or highlight that they have poor communication, you have to be able to give an example. But I think she also be able to give, give, give an example, excuse me, of this is how it possibly could go better. To help someone, you know, because I think people, overall, people want to do better in life. They don't want to stay stuck in a certain way. So you have to be able to receive it, too. You have to be receptive. But anyway, before we get back into this topic of poor communication, how you can change that, how you can uh, hopefully won't affect other areas of your life. We're going to make a quick segue here and get into, you guessed it, the situation. Dr. Moan, what's our situation for today? All right. So, Dear Healing Podcast, I come from a large family, but I don't like my family. Plain and simple, we are just too different. My family, and by family, I mean siblings, aunts, uncles, and a few cousins. Sometimes even my parents are overbearing. I love my family, but I feel we have nothing in common. People say I was always different, and maybe that is the case. I am married. My husband and I don't have children, but we have a wonderful bond and relationship. I prefer to spend time and build with my husband. He doesn't have much family. His parents died when he was young. He has two siblings, a few aunts, and some cousins. I get along good with his family and prefer to spend time with them. I sometimes feel guilty about this. I am constantly asking myself, how is it that I don't like my own family? Should I find ways to to get along with my family more? Well, that is very interesting. I really think that the first thing that you might need to kind of try and figure out um, or think about is why is it so easy to connect with his family Versus yours. Now, if you, I think that it would be different if, you know, you got around his family and felt the same way. Like, I can't deal with it. I just want to be around my husband. But the fact that you enjoy spending time with his family tells me that it's some underlying issues with your family. And I think that that is, you know, that's something to, you know, to kind of think about. Monique, what do you think? Okay, so thank you for sharing your situation with the healing podcast uh just going back to not wanting to be around your family or not liking to be around your family and should you make the person wants to know should they make an effort to yes to change yeah to get along with his family with with her family family more his or her i think it depends sometimes no i think honestly it depends on you could just be different some of us come from family members who are different like let's say your family engages in a lot of not so great behavior Mm -hmm. like they like to drink a lot they like to party a lot you're not that way so no you don't like to be around them but the other side like you said your husband's family might be good like they don't drink a lot they don't party a lot they just like the little games in the Mm -hmm. house they might pay a game of spades or Mm -hmm. they like to play uno or you know monopoly family night and just joke around and that might be better for you because maybe your personality is a little bit more tranquil and you don't like to get all all the hype so that could be the case other times it's just that maybe your family's not engaged engaged in the drinking and the partying but they might have some criminal behavior too you're like i don't like to be around that so no i don't think you need to find ways when it's that but other times it's just i don't think you need to force yourself but i think like dr moan says find out the underlying reason like, if it's not something that's blatant, where it's like, we just don't vibe, your your behavior is different than mine. But it's more so I just don't like to be around, I think, finding out the underlying cause. Because if you find out the underlying cause, then you can find out, is there a way you can interact with them a little more? 
if the underlying cause is something trivial, like, no, I just, I don't know, when they talk loud, which is really not a big deal. You know, I like, I prefer not to talk to loud, talk loud. Well, that might be a little different. You need to work on that. But no, I don't believe in forcing yourself. I think things should come natural. I think long as you are showing love to your family, if they're important to you. If you have a family, when you show them love, I think that's more important versus forcing yourself. That's my take on it. Dr. Mo, like Dr. Mo said, find out the underlying cause. If they're really completely different, then that's just what it is. Be respectful, love them from a distance, that's fine. But if it's very trivial, I think work on what that is in you. And then work on it genuinely developing to be around them. That's what I think. Dr. Mo, anything about this situation? Anything else? No. Okay. All right, so I thank you for writing into the Healing Podcast. Again, if anybody out there wants to write into the Healing Podcast, feel free to write support, email support at thehealingpodcast.com. And before we get back into the topic, a word from our sponsor, Healing Expressions. Are you someone who has been considering therapy? Perhaps someone else has told you that you need to talk to a therapist. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to discuss some challenges that you've been facing with your significant other. Maybe there's a communication issue, perhaps an incident of infidelity. Or maybe you just want to strengthen your relationship because you guys are thinking about taking another step. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression, perhaps grief, life stressors, and you just want to share your thoughts with someone. Well, consider contacting Healing Expressions. Healing Expressions is a private practice located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You will be given a session at an affordable price with a licensed therapist. If this resonates with you, consider going to healingexpressionsllc.com reading about the practice, and hitting the contact tab to see if you can book a session. All right. Thank you so much. And back to the healing podcast. Okay. So getting back into the topic, I have poor communication. Well, Dr. Moan, here's the thing. We talked about how poor communication can affect different areas of our lives, our relationships, our, our work, right? It might affect, I guess, opportunities coming to us. And I guess it's not a good thing to stay there. Dr. Moan, right? I right. guess we can't stay in that space. Right. How can I work on getting better with my communication? What could a person do? So being open to improvement. Somebody is, you know, telling you that you're a poor communicator or you need to communicate better, then I think you should be receptive if you really want to improve the relationship or, you know, get further, you know, get further in, in work or whatever it may be. You have to be open and receptive. And listen, you know, to what someone has to say. Okay. So first you have to listen, be receptive. I think if you want to get better, I think you need to look at examples of good communication. So I think you can pull up a YouTube video, always what good communication example would be like. I think also if you are in a professional sense, uh, if you've ever heard of the program Toastmasters, I think Toastmasters is a good uh, way of developing that communication because some people's communication is not that they don't want to, they just, they might get anxiety when, I have, when they have to talk to people. So it might be a little hard or challenging to speak into a crowd or speak with people. And I think Toastmasters is one of those programs that gives you the practice of learning how to develop those skills. So that's another thing you can do is look at some videos and examples, take a course on it. You can even take a course in a community college. Like you could take a speech 101 course that can help you present, right? That's something you can do. I think you can read more. If you read, I think if you read more, I think that can help, Dr. Moan. If you read Mm -hmm. more books, more magazines, more articles, that can help develop your communication skills uh, sometimes. Dr. Moan, what about would therapy help, you think? 
I do. I definitely do think therapy can help. You know, because sometimes you need somebody, you know, maybe you, the person who's telling you this, you know, you don't, that maybe there's something going on with them where you don't trust that they're just saying that. So maybe you need a third party, you know, maybe you need to kind of run, you know, issues that you've been having by, you know, a professional and then hear what they have to say. So that could help. Okay. So talking to a professional would yeah. help. I think that's a non-judgmental space, right? Mm-hmm. And that person can help you get through it. Right. And recognize Mm -hmm. it. So that is good. Uh, I think getting a mentor too. But I think a lot of time emulating whoever you think is a good communicator. If you've been receptive enough to receive it, like I know I am a poor communicator. Mm -hmm. Whoever you think is a good communicator, study them. Watch what they say. You see how they use words. See how they communicate to a team. Even emails at work. There might be somebody's email. You're like, I like how they communicate. Mm -hmm. See how they're using their words, you know, see how do they use more bullet points versus a whole paragraph? Do they use more bullet points, which are easier to read? Think about it. What's easier? And when you see bullet points versus seeing a whole big paragraph, which one would you prefer to read? Oh, definitely bullet points. Bullet points, right? So you might take that example. Sometimes it's not a big thing. It's not always a big thing you have to do to change your communication. I think, Dr. Moan, I think sometimes I think we get in our own way where we feel like, it's going to be this big project to change. It's not always a big project to change, Dr. Moon. No. Right? What are the benefits, Dr. Moon, of me changing my communication, though? Uh, better and healthier relationships. Just, yeah, better and healthier relationships. I mean, open, you'll, you'll find that, you know, so many things can be solved just based on huh. communication. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's, like, I have an issue with texting. I don't, if, I feel like a lot of things can be misconstrued when you're having these long conversations over text. And so just something as simple as, you know, call me. If we need to have a conversation, let's not have it over text. You'll find that a lot by talking um, and communicating and just being open, a lot of things can get solved quicker. You know, things Mm -hmm. of that nature. So that's true. So and to all of the non-communicators, listen, nothing will get solved if you don't you know, speak and open your mouth. You're with someone or talking to someone who is open and, and, you know, and ready and willing or saying that they're open and willing and ready to communicate. Don't be scared to just say what's on your mind. Sometimes we have fear, whether it's um, scared of what they're going to say or scared, you know, a fear of making them upset or whatever. But my thing is, it's going to be what it's going to be. So talk. Okay. So. It makes sense. Yeah, you know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Yes. So, yeah, you do have to open your mouth, though. You can't expect someone to be a mind reader. They don't know how you feel if you don't say it, right? Yeah. Maybe you need to write it out first. Some people have a difficult time expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. So another thing you can do is maybe you need to write it out first, yeah. then read it so you can be able to yeah. say it, right? That's also yeah. something. I think, maybe, like I said, a good part of communication is being able to listen more. Dr. Mo yeah. mentioned it. You have to be able to listen. I think for you to be a good communicator, ultimately, you have to be able to listen. Even if it's to the critique, you have to be able to listen. Take it in and then respond. See if it's true. If you really know it's not true and it's just that one person's opinion, that's not it. It's if people have told you more than one time in different areas of life, that's something you need to work on. So to rehash it, to remind you, listen more, practice more. Watch more videos, more, maybe take a course on it. Role play more, Dr. Moan. Don't go into therapy, we said, right? Mm -hmm. Learning how to just 
tone things down. Just follow others, right, Dr. Yes, there was another way just to be able to, to get better with that because yeah. it'll help us, you say, get better relationships, better opportunity. Mm-hmm. It'll help us have healthier relationships. You know, it'll help you. I think it'll help you form a better bond Absolutely. with your relationships and opportunities because you'll be able to express yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. Moore, anything else about poor communication? No. Okay. Well, before we go, I'm going to leave you with this. And it goes like this. Communication is power. Those who have mastered its effective use can change their own experience of the world and the world's experience of them. All behavior and feelings find their original roots in some form of communication. And that's by Tony Robbins. Okay, so I thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. Thank you always for your support, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.